Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. All right, we got another Dear DSO that came in. You can submit your own question at dadstartingover.com slash dear dash DSO. And today's submission comes from John. The subject line is, an affair can save a marriage? Interesting. And his message is, hi DSO. Hi, John. I love your stuff. Have you ever heard from a guy that an affair can actually save a marriage? My story is that my wife and I had a dead bedroom for about two years after our son was born, he says. She checked out completely and didn't want anything to do with me unless it had to do with the kid. I had many talks with her, suggested counseling, books, but nothing could get through to her. I started seeing a woman that I work with. We had lunch, started texting every day, and then ended up having sex. We've been seeing each other off and on for about five months. We both are married and have no desire to leave our marriages. We've both been good about keeping things just physical between us. I've spent way less time chasing my wife, and I have given her the space that she says she needs. It seems that now she is more pleasant, she likes the distance, and actually initiated sex with me several times in the past month. She hasn't done anything like that in years. I can't remember the last time that she initiated, actually. I would say that my behavior towards her has been far more aloof, distant, and non-caring. I worried that this may set off alarms and cause my wife to start asking questions and snoop on me. But instead, she seems happier than ever. And for now, it seems like this is a completely sustainable relationship we have. I have my girlfriend on the side, and she has the distance that she wants. She doesn't question anything, and I no longer feel like I have to win her over. Instead, she comes to me. Is this completely weird? Have you heard anything like this before? Man, this is a good one. This just has like all kinds of cool, interesting stuff in uh, one message, so thank you for sending it, John. Um, Have I heard something similar to this before? Yes. Not often from the guys that I speak to, uh, but from the relationship sphere talk in general, this is not an unheard of thing. Uh, There is an author by the name of Esther Perel who wrote a book that was very, very popular, has sold 
bazillions of copies, and it's called Mating in Captivity. And it talks in part about the scenario. To encapsulate this much as possible. This is tough. This is a real multifaceted thing we're talking about here. This is kind of complicated. Relationships are complicated stuff. But in this particular scenario, what we're seeing here is um, an illustration of the fact that it's really, really difficult to put all your eggs in one basket, in one human, as far as a relationship is concerned. Uh, modern day marriage, the template for modern day marriage is one of, they got to be my best friend in the whole world. Um, they got to be my lover, uh, the, my provider. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean monetary. It could be providing, you know, uh, uh, comfort, security. Um, I need to know that my wife's going to be there. She needs to know that I'm going to be there. Uh, what if one of us gets sick? We need to help, you know, care for each other. So the caregiver. Um, it, it's a lot of jobs all into one human being. And we expect that one human being to do anything and everything. And they need to be wired up here in a way that they're able to juggle all of that successfully and continue on doing all of those things from now until the day we die. And when somebody fails at that, we're not happy campers. Well, it could be argued that your wife has kind of failed in one regard, and that is in the lover category. Um, not unheard of. As you may or may not know from listening to my stuff or watching videos or reading my material, uh, when I ask men who are in bad relationship situations, when did the wheels fall off the relationship? The number one answer I get by a long shot is when the kids came into the picture. Um, as I often say, kids are kind of a crapshoot. You don't know what's going to happen after the fact. It could change that dynamic between you and your spouse completely. Um, all the way you know, from just the bedroom activity goes from five days a week to once a month kind of thing to a lot of men. That's a pretty uh, glaringly bad thing. Um, all the way to the super extreme of, you know, the woman suffers from extreme postpartum depression, has to be hospitalized, all kinds of fun stuff. In your case, it sounds like uh, her libido uh, just completely dried up post-childbirth, uh, and you went without physical intimacy, if I'm reading this correctly, for two years after your boy was born. Um, she just checked out completely. Now, why she checked out is the question. Her anxieties, resentment towards you, who knows? I mean, it could be a myriad of different reasons. But regardless, um, you two disconnected in that way. And you, uh, to your credit, tried a lot of different things to bring you guys together to bridge the gap. Counseling, uh, books, sit-down talks with her. And it sounds like she was very resistant to all of that. Um, you are exhibiting... This is, I'm just getting this from several paragraphs of a message, so I don't know for a fact, and I'm no psychologist, uh, but it sounds like you are being Mr. Anxious Attachment Guy, or at least exhibiting some characteristics of it, you know, chasing after her. Um, you know, let's talk about this. Let's read this book. Let's go to this counselor. And she's exhibiting very kind of avoidant tendencies, which is, get away from me. Which is further uh, fleshed out by the fact that when you went off and said, well, the job of my lover, I see wife, you don't want that job. Well, I'm going to give that job to this person over here. And your wife's reaction was, not surprisingly, oh, shoo, because I really didn't want that job anyway. Um, takes the pressure off. And it that allows you, mister, to crank the anxiety down or the anxious attachment traits down um, to the point where I'm much more comfortable being around you now. You're not always talking about this stuff. You're not asking me to read books or podcasts, and you're not asking me to go to counseling. You're just existing. And that's kind of what I've been wanting for 
years and years now is just for you just to calm the F down and exist. Seems kind of cold, but uh, that's what she wanted. And now she's got it. And you're watching her kind of open up. She's more comfortable. And she's coming to you. Interesting. So have you tapped into a relationship dynamic is the question, which is sustainable long-term. There are people out there in the world that live this out and they live this out openly. In other words, wife knows about girlfriend or girlfriends, plural. Husband knows about lovers on the side. That's what they call open relationships. And some people such as swingers and that world, they do it openly with each other. There's just a whole bunch of different ways and flavors and iterations of this relationship love game um, out there. It's not just strict monogamy ain't just it as I've learned over the years of talking to a lot of different people. There's um, a lot of different ways to skin a cat, so to speak. And your version of that is lover on the side. I presume a secret. The wife doesn't know about it. And that seems to improve things all around. Is this long-term sustainable? Um, You're playing with a fire, and I think you know it. And the whole, hey, we can keep this physical, me and other fellow married woman, we can keep this a secret, number one, that's, that's tough. And number two, uh, keep it just physical. Good luck, dude. Um, somebody's going to, quote unquote, catch feelings. And then all hell's going to break loose. Because she is going to say, I've dumped my husband. And I want to be your woman from now on. Just you and me. You dump that wife over there, too. And you're like, oh, shit. This isn't what I wanted. My advice is always to be open and honest. Put it out there on the table. Wife, you and I both know we've had issues for a while. You know I've been pestering you. And you know that you've been resistant to all of my pesterings over the year. I've been chasing after you and got counseling and books and all this other stuff. And I think you may have noticed that um, I've backed off. And it's helped out quite a bit. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, wife. I'll tell you why I backed off. Lay it all out there. What's the worst that could happen? Well, I understand. It could get pretty bad. I've heard those stories. Guy loses his 401k, pays a lot of money every month because of divorce. Uh, Wife says, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Get the hell away from me. His reputation is lost amongst his social group because now he's the cheater. In today's modern society, especially in the West, people don't really stop and think and say, why is it he or she stepped out? A lot of them just say, you stepped out and you're a dirtbag and you deserve everything bad that ever comes to you. They don't stop and ask the guy or gal, um, were you in a dead bedroom relationship? Were you abused? Were you, you know, all kinds of things. They just, um, yeah, modern day society says cheating is no bueno. And if you do it, go to hell. Well, as you can see, these things aren't so simple. And again, this is nothing new, this concept. Um, I've talked about it in my writings. There was a, a famous, um, it was his, his title, I think, was president of France years ago, uh, I think his name was Macron, M-A-C-R-O-N. He famously had a a big funeral when he died. Um, People uh, in the U.S. and other countries were just flabbergasted and clutching their pearls when they saw that in the uh, procession or in the crowd of people at his funeral was his wife. And sitting down next to wife was his lover, his girlfriend. And a lot of French people at the time said, well, yeah, that's pretty common. And people in the U.S. and other places were like, holy shit. This is nothing new. Um, If you can make it work, all right, I guess. Uh, As long as it's above board and everyone's cool with it and no boundaries are violated. 
and uh, nobody's going to get hurt. But from what I've seen in these scenarios, good freaking luck. Somebody's probably going to get hurt in some way. So, John, thank you so much for a very interesting Dear DSO submission. I uh, appreciate it a great deal, and best of luck to you, and stay in touch. I want to hear how this goes. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.